Hey, and welcome to this Passionate Life Podcast. We tap into what it takes to turn your passions into profits with intimate talks with women who are walking the talk. This is your host, Stephanie Zito, intuitive soulpreneur mentor for women who choose in favor of alignment, abundance, and happiness. Come find me on Facebook at Stephanie Zito Coach and hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat of this podcast to raise your vibe and align with your best life. Well, welcome to Emily Ann Brandt, who is an author, speaker, and soul mentor. She loves to give her clients and audience a brand new way to manifest and bring them back home to their soul, which is exactly the kind of person I want to be talking to. I love it so much. Oh my gosh, I'm glad to have you here. Um, I'm not exactly sure how we met to begin with, um, but I saw your book when you had published your book, The Whole Damn Fire. And I'm like, well, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, you know uh, I can't remember how we met either. I'm sure it's from one of the groups that we joined some online program or something like that. But I know it's just meant to be. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, I love, you know, I love talking about manifesting, intuition, manifesting, all the things and um, really enjoyed. I actually honestly haven't finished your book, but I love what I've gotten through so far. Just some nuggets that are like, yep, yes, yes to that. <laughs> so I'd love to just, you know, get, kind of start out with a little bit about your journey, like what brought you to this place of even writing a book around manifesting and aligning with your soul. Yeah. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I agree. I think you and I are very like aligned and in sync. So I feel like this fit is, is definitely perfect. Um, how I came to writing a book about manifestation is kind of, I guess it's from my own journey of manifesting. I always knew there was a book in me. I always kind of assumed it would be me sharing my story, which I do share quite a bit of it in the book. Um, but I thought I would be publishing a whole book just of my life story because I've been through some crazy physical challenges that I was born into. I've been through a near-death experience. I've been through surgeries, lots of body shame, being born into deformities and Beale syndrome, scoliosis and clubbed feet. So there's a whole story there mm -hmm. somewhere. I always thought I'd be publishing that. Mm -hmm. um, and now I just talk about it a lot <laughs> wherever I go. Yeah. But um, yeah, because well, I've done a lot of work to end the shame around that, which is mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. But how I ended up writing a book about a new way to manifest and coming home to your soul is because coming home to my soul and being free to fully express who I am as a soul is what has allowed me to kind of magnetize all the amazing things that are in my life. All of my incredible clients, um, you know, my husband, all of these wonderful things that have come in have been manifested when I really look at it, are a result of that soul magnetism, that soul expression, being who mm -hmm. you actually came here to be. Um, but I guess mm -hmm. what sparked the book and why the book is kind of like, <laughs> I feel like it's really like kind of sassy and spicy. <laughs> like it's like, no more this, no <laughs> more affirmations. No, more Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like this is everything that they tell you about manifesting. You're like, nope, 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 not gonna do that. But we can go, we can kind of break those down too. Just if people are like aware, it's on their radar. Like, well, what am I not supposed to do? I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to affirm myself every day. So. Yeah, and it's not that you're not supposed to. You absolutely yeah. can do all those things. So the reason I ended up kind of 
writing this book that really goes against all the things we are told to do to manifest. And the key word is do. So it's mm-hmm. a very doing focused thing. It's a very masculine way it to is. manifest that we've been taught. Right. And if we think about it, all of our teachers of law of attraction, like all of the OG teachers, yeah. they're men, they're yep. white men at that. They're white men. Yep. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's who we learned manifestation from. So it makes sense that the more masculine approach of just do, 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 just think better thoughts and then take the action. Like, of course that works better for a more masculine based person for a man. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was doing it that way because that's what all the books were saying. That's what all the gurus were saying. That's what all the teachers were saying. Like, just keep doing the mindset work. Just keep doing your affirmations, like repeat it 50 times, a hundred times a day. If you have to Mm -hmm. Um, do the mirror work, do the do a hypnosis, do a visualization every day. And so I'm like, okay. And at one point in my career, I even published, you can see them behind me, those pink journals. Uh They are called the morning ritual journal and the evening ritual journal, because my brain was like, okay, I'm trying to do all the things the experts say to do every single day to Mm -hmm. create success. So I'm going to try to narrow this down and put it into a book called the ritual journal. It's going to be one page thing where I can get in an affirmation and I can get in listing out my goals as if they're already happening. I can get in my gratitude and I can get everything Mm -hmm. done Mm -hmm. in this one book because I was so overwhelmed by them saying to do all the rituals. So I I very much did that. And I devoted myself to that for seriously, like a decade Mm -hmm. um, for most of my twenties. And (laughs) I really just eventually started feeling super burnt out by the doing part of manifestation mm-hmm. and realizing, wait, it's not just about the doing, it's about the being, right? Which you do hear that and you do hear that it's about your energy and how you're being, but so much emphasis in this whole law of attraction world, it gets really put on those rituals mm-hmm. and the doing, and it's just very masculine. And so I, I got burnt out mentally I got burned out by trying to do all the things to attract mm-hmm. something that I wanted um and then in it was kind of like divine timing I guess in uh December of last what would have been last year like not the December that just passed but <laughs> the year before um I came across this teacher who was teaching a completely new way. And she was like, Nope, drop your vision board, drop your tools, drop all the things. And I was really upset about that at first. So I've like, wait, You're what? Like, no, I've been doing that for 10 years. I, love I need it. my and things. Yeah, I need my things, right? I need my rituals. I need my, I was like the vision board queen, yeah. the queen. And I told myself that I loved it. It's my hobby. It's my passion. And in some ways I did, but in some ways it was also really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I learned from her, and then I went on this kind of like, rabbit hole of learning about something. She was talking about the law of resonance. Mm. And that led me to teachers like Michael Beckwith and people who are just at a higher level of consciousness. And they really understand resonance and the power of being mm-hmm. the law of resonance is just where you, you vibrate at a certain frequency and you attract from that and how you vibrate at that higher frequency is by being a channel and not focusing so much on, I want, I want, I want. So therefore let me attract, attract, attract. Mm -hmm. And let me put it on my vision board and therefore focusing on what I'm wanting, therefore focusing on what I'm lacking. Let me just be a channel for the highest good for something greater than my little self to work through me to surrender. And from there you become a magnet because you're being who you came here to be as a soul. And that's what creates um, 
what I call soul magnetism, where mm-hmm. you're just effortlessly attracting. You don't even need the dang vision board. You don't need affirmations. You don't need all the tools. You can do them if they feel good and fun, but you don't need them. So yeah. that's what the book's all about. Yeah, well, we're going to take some time with that for sure. I just want to start, take a moment and just say hi to some of our friends. Yes, Jasmine's here and Amy. Um, and uh, as we go along, if you have some questions, just feel free to pop them on in um, so we can answer them now or as we go. And uh, yeah, let's bring some focus into this idea of like resonance. And, you know, I, I work with energy and frequency too, and it's really been, and Abby's here too, hi, like a real breakthrough situation especially working with my clients to go it's so interesting even beyond the intuition into the energy work like the frequency work you know understanding everything's energy everything's frequency mm-hmm. and you know i think this can be something that it's all it's a lot to take on and to kind of when I mean, we talk about it it's like yeah yeah just align with your soul but you know you talked um a bit about some things that like as a soul like yes we have our pure beautiful soul and it's like the question sort of is well how do i how do i just how do i just align with that right because the thing is you know as a human we also have all this ego stuff and stuff that happened to us and one thing that you mentioned that I wasn't even aware of uh because we only see each other through facebook is you did this whole post where you showed us some of the things you were born with, like your feet. And I, I really can't, you might have to say the other name of the. Yeah, the clubbed feet, Beale's syndrome, and then Beale, scoliosis. Beale, Beale, okay, scoliosis, Beale syndrome is what you were saying, right? Okay, yeah, I wasn't as familiar with that, right? Yeah, it's so, really rare. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. I didn't no know one, <laughs> Doctors don't even know when I tell them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, is like me, I don't even know you. That's part of your life, you know, because yeah. I don't see that. Um, so, you know, I think about like if I'm trying to figure out manifesting and I have whatever my shame is, like whether yeah. it's physical or whatever, like there's so many things or I've got this or I've got that. How do how do you describe or how do you say to someone how to get to what does that mean when they're fully aligned with that frequency that's just being yes. their soul? Yes. Just in Amazing the- question. You know? yeah. yeah, you're right. It can sound completely like, okay, it sounds nice, but it sounds very airy fair. How do we nice. actually do it? Yeah. How do we just like align and raise our frequency? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've kind of broken it down into three components that all work together to create soul magnetism. And I wish now I'm like, Oh, these are all in the book, but I wish I laid it out like this in the book because I finally figured out like, these are the three pillars. It's okay. You can always revise or do a workbook or something. Yeah. A workbook is something to do. A workbook. That would be so fun. Yeah. Um, or an odd, I'm going to do an audit audible version and I'm adding like author's notes at the end of each chapter with like, Ooh, I wish I added this in. Um, that's going to be fun. But anyway, the three kind of, steps I guess you could say or the pillars is the first one is soul realization which means doing the work to uncover those layers like you said the things we take on as we go through our human experience we take things on from our trauma from our childhood from our wounding from our ancestors even like our ancestors past life stuff yeah from past lives from different generations I know that I'm carrying 
from my indigenous um, lineage, I am carrying a lot of wounding around worthiness and money and so much there, just mm-hmm. self-worth in general. And then yeah. on my mother's side, carrying all this body sh- on top of my own body shame, generations of body shame, the cycle that has to be broken. So that's part of that soul realization is actually doing the work, meaning like the shadow work, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you do a lot of, I know you're all about this and ending the cycles, yes. uncover and peel off those layers that are not you as the soul. That's how we get to, I oh. call it um, like the golden Buddha that's underneath. Do you know the story of the golden Buddha? I don't think I know it. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. It's worth, it's worth sharing here with everyone. Yeah. So the story goes that there was a golden, um, there was a monastery in Thailand and they built a statue out of pure gold uh, of the Buddha to, you know, to honor and worship Buddha. So it was pure gold, big statue, obviously highly valuable. Mm-hmm. And then word came that an army was invading, um, that an army was going to invade their, their village. So they were like, oh no, we have to protect the Buddha. And so they started to cover it with mud and clay, mm-hmm. hoping that if they covered all the gold, then the army wouldn't perceive any value in it. And they would just leave it and, and keep going kind of thing. And that is exactly what happened. They managed to cover up the whole statue. It was all clay, just looked like another like mud clay statue. Mm-hmm. And so it was left after the invasion. They, the army came and went and the Buddha statue went untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they left, they just left the clay and mud on it. And so years and years go by and eventually there's no one in the village who remembered that that statue was gold. Like either all the people passed away or whatever. Nobody remembered it was gold underneath. Until one day a monk was sitting at the base of it meditating and a piece of clay chipped off and he sees this like, oh, like this ray of light, right? This gold. Right. So he's like, what? He yeah. goes up and he starts looking and he calls the other guys over. He's like, come see, look, what is this? What is this? And they look and they start chipping and chipping away and they realize, this entire statue has been gold the whole mm-hmm. time underneath and they chip it all off and they reveal the golden inner Buddha. Mm-hmm. So I like to say to my clients and to my audience all the time, you are that golden Buddha. That's your soul. Mm-hmm. And the mud and the clay is the, the identities, the stuff you've taken on, the limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. the roles other people have put on you, the shame you've taken on the false, the 3D identity that you've created through your human experience. And you've been wearing it so long that you forgot to take it off. Yeah. forgot it's not the real you, but you're golden underneath. Yeah. So the first step is really that mm, chipping away the mud and the clay, which can be the toughest part and the most emotional part for sure. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that everybody has you here. Right. This membership, like definitely get support with that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting too. I've been talking like right now, especially today or yesterday, a lot about this because we had our full moon yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the full moon, like part of that is allowing, and it was, this was also our cancer full moon. So it's all about emotions, <laughs> which mm-hmm. really are like the ticket to uncovering. Let's go see them. Let's get in there. Let's see like you feeling bad. Let's get in there and see what that's all about and, and uncover it. Like, um, so yeah, so we can get to like that gold underneath and, and do that work. So we get that pure connection. Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. So then after you do that, you kind of uncover and you realize who you really are as a soul, you're more able to um, connect with who you are as a soul, which is the second step or pillar is soul connection. Mm-hmm. So all I do for soul connection is seriously just get quiet and put my hand on my heart. 
because our heart's the portal to our soul. I'm going to do that right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's all do it together right now and show you how simple it is. You just, yeah. Just take a deep breath and you just get quiet and you feel the warmth radiating from your heart space. Mm -hmm. And you can even just focus your energy on your heart space or you can visualize it. It doesn't matter. And you just set the intention to connect with the real you, with the soul. And you invite your soul into your body. You invite your soul to use you, to speak through you, mm -hmm. to allow you to feel who you really are at your core. Mm -hmm. um, and there's different exercises you can do even to just like, to ask your soul, well, who am I when I'm in joy? Like, who am I when I'm, let's say on vacation and I'm just totally worry-free? Mm -hmm. or who am I when I'm holding a newborn baby right mm -hmm. and I'm just so in love or when I'm snuggling with a puppy or a kitten because yeah. that's your core that's right. who you actually are at, as a soul I love that mm -hmm. um, so that's a good quick way to connect as well but soul yeah. connection is huge and then obviously inviting that being conscious and making like instead of making time for all the rituals I tell my clients like since you're not doing all the rituals anymore you have time for devoting to just sitting and being with that presence. Like right. um, Michael Beckwith calls it courting the divine presence within yourself. Cause mm -hmm. we all have God goddess within us. We have source within us. Mm -hmm. So it's like just taking time to be present with that and feel mm -hmm. it's beautiful. What's really nice is just inviting in, you know, everything is all about like busy, busy, busy. <laughs> and I felt that you know, especially like we had all this break and then we um, went away and we came back and it just, you know, and I, I have a great life. Like I teach meditation. I've got great clients. Like it's not, it's not like super stressful, but still just feeling like all the do, do, do. So what I love about that, it really is just reminding us of the power of, of meditation, of just sitting and of just being, and especially as you're mentioning, just that soul connection. And as you're talking about that, it just reminds me of the chakra system. And like literally that chakra energy, that heart energy is the connection between these earthly chakras, these lower chakras, and these divine connection chakras, these more, um, I guess, ethereal or like lighter density chakras. Um, so that really is like the nexus, you know, it's like the nexus yes. where we can connect in with that with that soul. Amazing. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. So meditation, like, and whatever that looks like for you, right. For some people it's, they, they need to chant or they want to chant certain mantras for some people. They want to be completely mind closed. Like some people want beats while they do it or frequencies. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. However you connect with your soul, that's your practice. That's, mm -hmm. that's your thing, right? You just got to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I think a lot of people get intimidated by meditation too. And they're like, nah, I can never get my brain to stop going. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. The important thing is that you keep going and you do it again and you do it in ways that feel good and true to you. Yeah. So that's the second thing is soul connection. And then the third thing is soul expression. So in evoking that presence, that divine presence within you and inviting it to express itself, because here's my belief about life is that we are here as an individualized piece like our soul is an individualized piece of the divine of the creator of yes. god yep check yeah right yep. <laughs> and we came here like creator split itself into us so that we might experience the magnificence of creation we might experience our own light yes um, but we cannot know ourselves 
without knowing that which we are not, mm-hmm. which explains why we have polarity, why we have the mm-hmm. hard times, why we have the bad things, why yep. we have the fear and the darkness. So we can know ourselves in relation to something. Yes. Before this, we were all just pure light. And it's like, yep. I don't know what, what my, what my creation is, is like to experience because that's all we know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're here and creator is always trying to express itself and know itself by means of you and by means of me. So mm-hmm. allowing that expression to happen as probably the most important part of the soul magnetism, but those three things together. So mm-hmm. soul realization, soul connection, and then yeah. soul expression, which means like mm-hmm. get out there and, and move the way your higher self right. or your soul would move, right? Talk the way they would talk, be the light, be the love that you came here to be, that you really are at your core, which gets easier when you can create like a daily practice around like being with that presence. So you really know it and then you can embody it and be it. Yeah, it really is freeing because like, you can't go wrong when you are when we're tapping into that space of like, this was what feels really good. It's moving this way. It's not prescriptive or it mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, reading cards or it's you know, whatever that looks like. Uh, you can't go wrong because, yeah, just like you said, you said it so beautifully. You're just you're being that expression. So a source is getting to understand itself through this expression. And, it, and it's specific for a reason. Like I was made like like me with these things that spark my heart for a reason. And when yeah. I let off the layers, the mud, you know, in my own world of of being bullied or uh, those who didn't get me or whatever abandonment issues I had from a past life, like, okay, cool. Like I get, you know, that stuff that was limiting me it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have to live there. Like I get to go through that process of releasing that. Like I get to go through that process of seeing what's not me. <laughs> so yes. I can yeah, see that beautiful golden light shine from within. So you describe that just really well because it's a lot. So I like how you make it so tangible. It is a lot. And th- those three th- kind of pillars just came to me recently. That's why I'm like, dang, I wish that was in the book. That's okay. Um, yeah, you get, like, it in. Yeah. It, you get there eventually, but it's like piece by piece by piece. It's like yeah. kind of more all it's over the book place. Book two. You get a whole new mini book. Yeah, or whatever. book two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. It's beautiful. Um, so, so with that, I mean, along with that, so, okay, great. So here I am, I'm being my fullest expression. I am manifesting because I am doing my thing. And the next question is, which you may know where I'm going with this. Like we also doing our thing, have these ambitions. I I would say we want to make a certain amount of money and we want to make a certain impact. And when we sort of release like any ego stuff from that, it's kind of maybe what we want. So, so how does this kind of pair or support those ambitions? Yes. Amazing question. So you're always going to have desires. Um, in the book, I talk about like really surrendering and not focusing so much on your vision board and focusing on trying to attract and like, how can I get, how can I get, how can I get? And just focusing on like, wh- who am I here to be? And what am I here to give? What am I going to give the world today? How can I shine? How can I serve? How can I radiate? But at the same time, your soul is always going to have desires and it's totally a great thing to have desires, but they're going to be like soul callings and they're going to come kind of as like instructions or like things that just happen before Mm -hmm. you even knew that you wanted them which is the coolest part of it all um because it's so much easier than traditional manifestation where we're like 
ooh, I think I really want a um, a G-Wagon because like I keep seeing it all over Instagram. It seems to be like the car that you get that means you're successful when you have a G-Wagon, mm-hmm. right? Even if you're not thinking that consciously, consciously you might just be like, yeah, that's badass. I want a G-Wagon. But your subconscious and your ego is desiring it because it's seeing it and it's it's the thing that means you're successful. It's like, it's very sneaky, the ego. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times our vision board, whether we realize it or not, is filled with ego desires. And when we focus on, I want, I want, I want, we're also saying, I lack, I lack, I lack. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you're going to have soul callings still. But what happens with the soul callings is it's like an instruction. Like it'll be like, you'll just get a download. That's like, okay, you're going to take your business to the corporate world this year. And you're going to start teaching, you know, soul magnetism or full soul expression to like these big fortune 500 companies. And you're just like, shit okay I guess we're doing that this year like you just right. get these instructions right yeah um things like that I'm trying to think of other examples but it'll be more like a download like for me I keep yeah. seeing visions of like mountains and some sort of I just like retreat I keep hearing mm-hmm. the word retreat and seeing mm-hmm. these these mountains so I'm like okay I guess right. I'm doing a retreat at some point but I'm yeah. also like completely open and it, it does light me up it does excite me it does feel like really Mm-hmm. not really exciting and fun, but I'm also like letting it un- unfold when it's meant to, right. which is the hard part, yeah. <laughs> the surrender. The- yeah. I think the first part, cause I, you know, I've, I found this too, as you, as you say, or it may be like, a, you know, it gets co-created or certain people, um, come into our experience to, um, and I think about human design when I think about this, because sort of even give us the invitation or give us the suggestion. And then when it feels like that hit, when we say yes, then it gets to unfold. It gets to unfold because I think the dance here is the ego wants to control it and even feel safe with it, how it unfolds, or it may feel so quick or how does this feel supported? And so that's even happened with me this past year with rolling out certain programs uh, where it was a co-creation and people were asking for that. Um, And so what can happen is we can sort of question it. Like, I'm not saying you would, but like with the retreat, like, how is this going to happen and who's going to show up and how am I going to, you know, but it's not even about that. Like when we're following, following the soul's calling, it mm-hmm. we allow we allow it to happen we allow it to show up we allow ourselves to be given the guidance of of how it gets described or shown or shared yes. so a lot of like there's a lot of the feminine in this because it is a lot of the listening and receiving versus the go do structure you know? yeah and there is action and i am like i'm not immune to that ego coming in and wanting to control and wanting to be like but how many people are going to join? But when, but what, but, 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 how, 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 like, I'm totally not immune to that. It's a practice, right? That's why like the soul connection is really the most important discipline. Cause that's what really grounds you and reminds you, wait, I'm whole and complete already. Exactly. As I am, everything I need is within, mm-hmm. I'm always provided for. I am, my path is, you know, guided by the most high mm-hmm. supported by a presence that wants me to win this is like, this is like a game basically. And I'm always okay. No matter what, that's something I'm like coming back to daily. Right. Um, it, it is a practice. And I think it gets easier the more you practice it and the more you can source your own story and see, Oh, wait, remember last year I surrendered and it all worked out better than I could have imagined. And you yes. just get more and more proof as you go. Yeah. And there is say, like source your own story. It's like, get that proof. Like, yeah, this happened. This did yeah. work out. I can remember that. Yeah. Yeah. 
because mm -hmm. most likely when you get a soul calling or a download to create something that you've not created yet, it's going to be brand new. And that's what the universe, that's what source creator wants to create through you is something brand new. That's why it's so much more exciting than mm -hmm. subconscious desires that are just kind of the ego desires playing off of what's already been created, what other people are doing. What do my parents want me to do? Yes. What looks good to success to society? Universe is like, meh, boring. It wants to create brand new through you, yeah. things that mm -hmm. have never been done. Saying right. things that have never been said. Um, you know, yeah, not regurgitated. Because because the universe, again, is learning about itself through you. And it learns yes. about that through the creation, through the newness, through the breaking ground. And you look at some, uh, like, David Bowie. Like, you look at, like, some of the my icons, you know, or some of the most interesting things. It's like, well, I mean, like, what you're talking about came from something. And, um I mean, it's it, it, Nikolai Tesla stuff or some of the frequency stuff that's out there now. I mean, it all, you know, I think about this, like anything that is that anything that we're currently doing, it came from someone. It was new at some point. It was yes. brand new at some point, or maybe it yes. sounded crazy at some point. <laughs> and now it's like the norm. So exactly, exactly. And some of our most brilliant, like scientists and technological inventions that were made, like they're totally channeling from God and spirit. Totally. Yeah. Um, there's a whole book. If people want to read more about this called the man who talked man who talks with flowers or talk to the flowers. Mm -hmm. It's a story of George Washington Carver, who was a botanist from the South. And he would be like, um, they had a problem. I think they were producing too many peanuts and too many sweet potatoes in the South. Yeah. Um, and he would, he came up with over 150 uses for peanuts and peanut oil. Um, that had never been thought of, never been invented anywhere else. And he, they said like, you know, people would always ask him, how did you do this? And he was like, if you love anything enough and you just listen to it and you just talk to it, it'll reveal its secrets to you. Mm -hmm. And he said like, he communicated with flowers and peanuts and sweet mm -hmm. potatoes. And he became this genius in the science and agriculture world. Um, and he would have these like daily walks in the forest where he would just get his instructions from God talk mm. to the plants and that's what was created and that's how so many art masterpieces were yeah. created like you hear people saying oh that was god like that wasn't me something came through me yeah that's really the level that you're playing at when you're manifesting in this way and it's just kind of like an um i don't want to say advanced because nothing's linear right but it's a it's a next level of consciousness versus mm. just i use my mind and i will things to happen my way on my timeline but it's kind of mm. ego driven Mm -hmm. and very control based but the shift is in letting go of control which is the tricky part letting mm -hmm. go and control with every stage of spiritual growth you're always letting something go yeah so when you learned how to manifest you had to let go of your victim story you had to let go of blaming the world and reacting to the world mm -hmm. and then when you want to go from manifester to channeler like genius automatically magnetic Mm -hmm. you have to let go of control. Yes, right. <laughs> um, yeah. But action is still required. I wanted to say that action is still absolutely yeah. required. Right. You don't just sit and yeah, yeah. you, have you to don't just sit and watch know. things unfold. You yeah. get downloads of like, like, right. um, like George Washington Carver said, like he'll sit and get his instructions from God or spirit. And mm -hmm. then he goes about his day and does them. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I see. Um, yeah, Amy's saying here just in some of the comments, just mm. uh, how cool that is. So Amazing. it's kind of a nice time. You know, if you are watching and you have any questions yes. for Emily, go for it. <laughs> I know she's going to yeah. be 
in our group for a little bit. So if something comes up even after, or if you're getting the replay, that's an opportunity to pop that in for her too over the next couple of days. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just, I love uh, clearly, you know, talking about this with all of you. And um, I just feel like it's very calming and reassuring just to remind ourselves of this. Like we're already whole, we've already got this. And we, we get the downloads. We talk about this a lot in this group. You know, we, we are guided. Um, in fact, we have a member in here, Laura West, who's written a book called Guided, which is kind of all about that. Amazing. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Yeah. So just, you know, it's one thing I come back to all the time is just reminding myself I have these guides and I, like, you know, I am guided. Just a really nice reminder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's very yeah. Cool. So Evelyn's saying she loves it. She's listening yeah. while she's walking the dogs. Love it. Beautiful. Hi, Evelyn. Oh, and Amy started reading the book. Yay. Oh, yay. Wow, that's so great. I know. So many good books. So many good books. <laughs> I, I think we're ready to kind of do some book clubs in this group. Like this might be one. And then um, Laura's, she's going to be here next next month for with us too um, to dive Fun. in. Also. Yeah. So are there any kind of like as we kind of wrap this up, like any like last little nuggets that you just are like, you, I want you to know this <laughs> for our group. Yeah. Maybe tapping into some. Let me, yeah. Let me <laughs> tune in for a second. Mm -hmm. See what we have. Okay. Uh, so what I heard immediately was just that, to remind everyone that everything you're seeking is within you and to make sure you're sourcing everything within, not without. So what I mean by that is not sourcing your confidence, not sourcing your validation, not sourcing your worthiness, not sourcing your ability to receive based on external factors, based on external wins, based on other people saying nice things to you. Um, based on people cheering you on and really encouraging you, like that is great when it's there, but you need to be okay either way. Like no matter what you need to tune in and know that you're whole, you're enough, you're loved, you're un you are loved, you're unconditionally loved and everything you, you seek really is within. There's a reason that, <laughs> that that's such a famous saying, right? All you seek is within. Mm -hmm. um, and then another quote that's coming to mind is uh, when I go within, I never go without. Mm -hmm. And that's, just so true. Um, words to live by truly. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're internally sourcing that approval you've been looking for that validation, that love it's all there. Just mm -hmm. it's, it can almost bring you to tears. If you've never truly like stopped mm -hmm. or if you rarely truly stop and tune in, like the first time I really did it, I was just sobbing because I'm like, all this love has been here the whole time. Mm -hmm. Even when I wasn't paying attention, mm -hmm. And all I had to do was just freaking get out of my head and stop and pay attention to it. So it's the most beautiful thing. That's, that's what I hope everyone takes away from this and, and tries out today. Thank you. Oh my gosh. This is like, I couldn't have even planned this. Like if you and I had chatted beforehand, this is such a vibe because I was just recording a podcast episode, literally like what you just said, like, no, literally oh, it's so, so perfect because <laughs> Thank you for just saying that, because um, just as you said, you know, when we're seeking outward, the whole point is like we come from unconditional love. Mm -hmm. That's what we get to be and give ourselves. And along with that, if there are people around us 
who aren't reflecting what we know we be, right? If they're not giving us that, like we're not seeking it, we don't need it. And yet Mm -hmm. if someone is out there not showing you that, supporting you as a friend or a loved one or a parent, like we get to make choices about that too. It doesn't mean accept, Mm -hmm. you know, beneath what, who we be, but it does mean that, it does mean that it comes from us first. So I don't need it from my husband. It's nice when it's there, but I'm not looking for him. He's not going to give me that. Or my kids aren't there to be my little love minions. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like I get to give that to myself. <laughs> so true. Oh, that's a good point too. Cause honestly, I think there's a lot of people with wounding mm-hmm. from their parent, their childhood, and they literally have children because they're like, these are little humans that are going to love me unconditionally, um, which is so just heartbreaking to think about because Mm -hmm. how can you teach your kids or someone else to unconditionally love themselves when you don't unconditionally love yourself? You don't realize that's already there. It's already called codependency. (laughs) Then we get to work through that. Yeah. Then we get to work through that as a human. Like I get to work through that. If that's my story, if that's my backstory, then I get to work through that because we are completely in this earth school, we, these human bodies, we are imperfect. So we get to Mm -hmm. come from this source and and we get to just land in imperfection. And that gets to be our journey as we kind of figure that out that golden buddha from within so yes i love that you keep saying i get to do this work i I get to uncover who i am like Mm -hmm. because it's it's a privilege and because we have the privilege of doing it we must yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. we must yeah right no i agree with you it's interesting to put it that way like i get to and um i like that you know it's almost like i'm not sure what the right word is right now but I don't want to say an obligation. I yeah, don't yeah, it's yeah. it's not like it's, no. it's totally. It's more like a I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, a, gift. it's, it's so a gift. glad those who are here are just loving. Amy is loving the good stuff in this conversation. Jasmine, you're welcome. I know it's a good one. I knew it was going to be a good one here with Emily. Um, Abby was watching a video about this. Yeah, if you can to grab it and post it in our group, Abby, that'd be great. Yes. And Amy you get it is so much more positive than I have to. Yes, it's a it's a good reframe. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's a gift. It's a gift for sure. Like, I think that God creator is totally neutral, and doesn't judge at all and doesn't care if we want to break through our patterns and heal ourselves and remember who we are as souls in this lifetime. I think it's, it's like, mm, it's your experience. We will. Like, why wouldn't you want to uncover the golden Buddha that you are? <laughs> you get to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. How cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like a game, right? It's like, Oh, game earth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <Earth> soul. <laughs> well, thanks so I much for coming. Um, if we want to find you, of course, I'll put this in the show notes and also um, in the group. Is there anything in particular you want to let us know in terms of where to find you uh the best place to connect with me is probably instagram so i'm at emily ann brandt and otherwise where else am i i mean my i have my own facebook group as well it's a free community called the soul's way Mm -hmm. and the place where most people connect with me is on my podcast which is also called the soul's way beautiful love to connect with you guys and nice meeting you (laughs) yeah yeah thanks so much on here yeah, thank you. This was awesome. 
Yeah, Thanks, wonderful. Everyone. Make sure to find you in your group and on Insta. And thank you so much for just spreading your beautiful clarity and love with us here today. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Steph, for hosting. You're welcome. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so good, Amy. Wonderful. She's been listening to your podcast. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yay. Bye. Thanks, Amy. Bye-bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening. If you feel called to deepen your intuition, then message me, send me a message at stephzitocoach at gmail.com to get in on our next round of the Activate Your Intuition course. This course is meant for you if you're looking to take a deeper dive into trusting yourself, making decisions with greater ease, and tapping into the energy and the support that is actually always around us. We just have to ask. So I'll be happy to hear from you. And until next time, this is Steph Zito with This Passionate Life.